talk um, today I have the privilege of speaking with George McDonough. Um, George is the CEO of Kryptonite One. Hello there George, and how are you? Hi there, I'm very good, thank you very much. Now George, I'm, I'm really um, pleased that you've took the time out. I know you're in um, a wonderful place in the world um, today and I'm hoping the, the sand and the sun of Australia doesn't interfere with the <laughs> Wi-Fi connection that we've got. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we'll be okay. Okay. Now, George, what I wanted to do was, um, obviously, you've just signed up to appear at the Cardiff Investors Show with Share Talk on the 18th of February. Um, but firstly, I wanted to talk to you about um, Kryptonite One and just ask you to give our listeners an overview of Kryptonite One and its blockchain um, passions and methodology and strategy, please. Sure. Um, well, uh, Kryptonite One um, was set up to take advantage of the uh, um, sort of expanding blockchain ecosystem. Um, what what we saw initially with with Bitcoin um, was uh, was the invention of peer to peer payments um, without a middleman, um, and it was incredibly exciting. But obviously, uh, um, I guess I guess. The Bitcoin protocol itself um, is very good for one thing, and, and that's transferring value. Um, and and out of the uh, the Bitcoin um, invention came uh, well, they call it blockchain, which is the underlying technology of Bitcoin. Yeah. Um, and it was and it, it it developed in various ways. One of one of the one of the main ways it developed was uh, an invention called Ethereum um, by a, a young guy called Vitalik Buterin. And, and what Ethereum allows you to do, it uses the blockchain in a, in a, in a new way. It, it allows for smart contracts. And uh, sort of off the, off, the, off the back of this technology, um, new businesses started to grow um, with, with new ways of funding themselves. And um, what Kryptonite One does is essentially uh, uh, it, it uh, purchases cryptographic tokens that are released by these companies building on the ethereum platform it's not just the ethereum platform there are there are others that we're looking at but it's mainly the ethereum platform at the moment and we buy these crypto cryptographic assets um at a very young stage uh, in the life cycle of these companies so um effectively there, there isn't really a sort of vc uh, 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 methodology here because um, there's no IP. Their blockchain is very open source. Yeah. So what these companies what these companies have to do is they have to effectively crowdfund, um, and they do that by handing out uh, cryptographic assets to the market that represent some kind of functionality in their system when they end up uh, producing that system, um, and they take the money that they gain from 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 selling these assets to the market and uh, uh, they build their platform and then those assets are worth more um, further down the line because obviously they, the system utilizes them in some way. So it's a, it's a little bit like crowdfunding. Um, they call them uh, ICOs, initial coin offerings. Okay. Um, and, uh, and, that, and that's what Kryptonite One does partly. We, 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 also, we also do some private equity um, in blockchain companies. So we, we look at up-and-coming companies um, um, and, and just buy private equity in them. Um, um, but our main focus is on, is on these cryptographic tokens. Okay, so one of the main purposes of my call today is that you, you made an investment mm -hmm. in Satoshi Pay um, this week. Yes. 
So you could tell us a bit more about that, please. Yeah, well, that's 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 on the private equity side. Yeah. Um, and that's that's uh, uh, it's an it's an interesting part of um, part of the blockchain space is mic micro payments. Initially, when Bitcoin first came onto the scene, um, there was a lot of excitement about the fact that you know a, a particular Bitcoin can be broken down into many decimal places, and that and because of the frictionless um, uh, way that these uh, um, coins are transacted. Um, you'd be able to pay for something um, very quickly, very easily, but pay for something incredibly small, like a fraction of a cent. Um, and this, uh, this, this was um, people thought would very much begin to open up the uh, uh, the internet in a way that the advertising model um, doesn't allow. Um, so you know, you watch a video, you watch an advert that pays for the content to, to, to some degree um, although it doesn't it doesn't work particularly well um, and then you have the issue with ad blockers now which are coming up and what Satoshi pay is Satoshi pay is a system that um, is sort of the, the, I, I'd argue furthest ahead in in, in the road of bringing micro payments to um, well, to the world um, and uh, um, Effectively, what what it looks like is if, if you were going through a, a content website of some kind, like a blog, or um, you you have a little wallet at the side filled with Bitcoin, um, although you don't actually have to interact with Bitcoin um, as as a user, um, you can you can do it via via Visa card. But um, um, effectively, as you go as you go through a a piece of content, you pay as you read. Um, and um, sort of tiny fractions of, of Bitcoin just disappear out of your wallet as you go. Um, and this, this allows you to, uh, well, it, it allows content producers to pay, pay themselves in a new way. It, it allows uh, um, um, viewers of content to uh, interact with the uh, content that they like best, so effectively pay their content producers straight away, go straight into straight into their wallet, um, and um, I think it's very exciting in terms of where where the the world is going in terms of the advertising model and obviously um, ad blockers. Yeah. So that that's why we went in with that. Um, Meinhardt and, and Alex are very impressive. The team are very impressive. We're, our our our, uh, our main. Uh, uh, I suppose the three the three things that we look at at Kryptonite one are what we call team traction and tech. Um, so you know who's the team, how much traction have they got, and how good's the tech. Yeah. And, um, and uh, certainly, certainly they 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 ticked every box. And um, I, th I think I think I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I mean, you seem to be in good company there because obviously it, it takes a lot for a company like. Visa Europe to sign up Satoshi Pay, which is what they did last year, to collaborate. That's with right. Them. So you, you're in very good company there. Well, I, I, it seems to me that it seems to me that the, you know, the Bitcoin has come out through has has come through various um, uh, major roadblocks, and they started by saying, "Oh, it's not going to do anything," and then. Uh, you know, it didn't go away, and then they're like, oh, "Okay, there's something interesting here." And then, and then, the big, the big companies have begun to realise, you know, that there's, 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 there's a lot here to, to, to get on with, and yeah. and, and actually, and actually, it, 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 it's going to be the first to jump <laughs> that, yeah, it, that, that 
that, that, that's going to win. So, so I think all, gradually we're seeing the, the big companies come on board. Um, and it's great to see Visa. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I was, I was doing some research. Um, I've been doing some research on it for a little while now because I spoke to a few um, individuals that are in that in the blockchain space. And mm -hmm. the last big report I read was saying that there's over 70 financial institutions that have invested in the blockchain technology, and that includes the likes of Goldman Sachs, Morgan Stanley, Bank of America. You know what I mean? Just yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's, that's there. right. That, that, that's absolutely right. It's um, um, ev everyone has begun to realise that there's 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 a major piece of technology here, um, and 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 quite groundbreaking. Well, massively groundbreaking. Yeah. Um, depending on who you talk to, they they say it's you know um, as big and as as big as the internet in terms of in terms of its disruptive capabilities. Um, what what these these large institutions are doing. Um, is is interesting. So some of them are, are investing in their own tech, so they're looking at this and saying, okay, you know, what? How can this? How can this help us? And a lot of them have these uh, these blockchain labs, as they call them, um, where they bring in they bring in the, the requisite talent and 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 get them working away on on you know, innovations that'll help them. Um, but I, I think I think. Uh, Personally, my personal perspective is that the public, the public blockchains, um, where you get the full decentralized um, security model, um, are the most interesting. Um, but but there's you know all, all all forms of innovation on the outs on the outsides of this um, um, are, are all are all exciting. And I think the public the public blockchains can can consume some of these innovations as well, um, depending on depending on how they're released. Yeah, um, but yeah, there's definitely some some big names, some big names moving. I I I I'd point out uh, I point out Santander's involvement um, with Ethereum yeah. is, is a big one. Um, obviously, uh, you know Deloitte and IBM and and companies like that have have, have been playing a large role. Yeah. Um, yeah, very exciting. It's very exciting. It's very exciting. I mean, because because the other thing um, was the recent report from Accenture, which was saying essentially that there could be a twelve billion dollar annual saving by implementing blockchains in, in 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 their businesses you know it's like staggering amounts there well yeah yeah i mean that 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 that's the kind of thing that we've been hearing and i, I mean it yeah i mean i i I'd, I'd say in a way that you know uh, uh, block, blockchains reducing a company's bottom line is is just the beginning yeah um um, I, I, th I think I think that's where it, I think that's where it begins. But um, certain, certainly, looking at looking at some of the companies that are being built on these public blockchains like Ethereum, which obviously have a you know they have they have a lot of uh, uh, proving still to do in terms of in terms of their full capabilities. Um, but certainly, certainly looking ahead, there are there are some very interesting. Very interesting businesses that are decentralizing a lot of what of these a lot of what of these large what these large companies do. Um, um, but but you know we're still many years many years out yeah. um, from some from some of these coming to fruition. So okay. yeah, gonna, it's all it's all it's all very healthy. Yeah, I was going to ask you that question. I was going to say, what do you see as the hurdles to full adoptions of blockchain technology, George? Well, I mean, it's a it's a it's a gigantic space, isn't it? Yeah. I, I, you know, there, there are things like Satoshi Pay, where 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 you know ninety percent of their customers won't even know that they're really interacting with the blockchain. They just see it as a new way of consuming content, um, and that in itself will take some time to feed through into the system. Um, and then and then you have uh, you know completely on the other sort of spectrum, you have you have 
you know people who sort of you know eat sleep and breathe crypto who who are who are um you know organizing their companies through through decentralized um entities like colony they're um you know forming forming uh governance um for themselves um so i mean there's 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 the big the biggest uh, barrier i suppose i suppose is just getting your there's a lot of there's a lot of uh, uh, education, I suppose, that needs to happen in terms of how these systems work, yeah. um, because people won't tr- people won't trust them, you know, with large sums of money, um, unless they understand how how the technology works yeah. and and also um, have security as well, and 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 secure and and, all, and and people getting used to. I mean, things are getting a lot better now, but people getting used to holding their own funds, yeah, um, and being responsible for their own funds, you know, is, is deal but um but i things are things are getting much better in that direction um companies like coinbase um in the states who are who are um really you know opening up new new avenues for mm-hmm. for customers in terms of holding their coins and yeah. insurance and, and very and various other things but i think i think the biggest barrier initially is just is just purely understanding how how it works and what it is and whether you should trust it yes and the media has got a big part to play in that and i mean uh you know when the big companies come on board um that you know the media will follow to some extent and be like okay this is interesting you know um you know instead of just endlessly talking about you know hacks and stuff yeah yeah. which is which is which is which isn't particularly much use Mm. um because very often what what you find i don't want to go off on a tangent but but you find that that the the, the, the line is blurred between a particular protocol like yeah. you know Ethereum or Bitcoin um, and the third-party uh, um, application of that blockchain, which is yeah. where the weakness is. Um, and it's very clear; it's very important to, to distinguish the fact that you know the, the blockchains themselves, you know, ha- haven't been uh, haven't been um, hacked yeah. <laughs> in any yeah. way. Uh, um, um, it's it's the implementation of them on sort of you know custodian websites you know where coins get taken and so on and so forth. Yeah. Um, so there's that, and that, you know also you know we don't the the, the community doesn't do itself any favors uh, as well sometimes in terms of you know coming up with all manner of ridiculous schemes for people who don't truly understand you know how, how the systems work and that you're going to find that with everything I yeah. suppose. But um, I, I, I was, was going to say because if you, if you go back historically. When, the, when checks were introduced, everyone went, oh, I'm going to sign a bit of paper and tell somebody I'm paying them £10. Then we had backs payments, and people were like, oh, I put in the details in here and a backs payment's made automatically for me. Then we've got mobile um, payments, you know, digital payments. And yeah, it yeah. feels to me like the, the, the evolution of, of it is obviously this digital cr- currency is going to be here, you know, and the government are going to adapt it at some point because they'll be able to track and, and see things more transparently and be less fraud because everything will be able to be detected anyway. Yeah, I, I, I think that's I think that's bang on. Um, um, I, I see it as exactly the same in the sense that it's a it's a it's an evolution, um, and you know it's uh, the, the the various governments around the world are looking at it very closely. Yeah. Um, none more so than the the, China, the Chinese um, who who, uh, who who are. Whose population are enamoured by Bitcoin? Yeah, quite rightly so. Um, I think uh, I, I heard that eighty-seven percent of Bitcoin transactions happen in China. Yeah, and more, um, yeah, more recently, that's gone up extremely um, um, high in the sense of that 
you know, they've had their, not necessarily their currency confiscated, but they've had so much money, little money that they can actually transact with. So they've been forced down the right. route of, of dealing with Bitcoin and also in gold, haven't they? That's the, that's certainly what I hear. Yeah. So uh, I, I wanted to, to just cover two more questions before we finish here, George. Sure. I wanted to ask you the fundamental question that most people are going to be asking me to ask you is, how long do you see it is before it is possible to use blockchain technology as a closed network? Okay, that's interesting. Um, blockchain technology is a closed network in in the sense of of what your your yeah, the company that you work degree in. security, transparency, etc. Um, yeah, that's an interesting question. Um, I, I I wouldn't say that I wouldn't say that long. Uh, I think I think the the amount of uh, innovation that's that's happening and the pace. The pace of the innovation is yeah. so so strong, um, but you know, I I if I was to put a, fig, a figure on it, I'd probably say three years. Okay. Um, yeah. um, something like something like that. Yeah. But um, it, there, how best to put it? Yeah, every every day, there's there's a new uh, um, way of producing these blockchains that people are working on. Right. Um, they have different different algorithms that sit at the base of them. Some of them are working on privacy, some are working on, working on sort of speed, other you know consensus. Um, um, some 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 work uh, with coding languages that are um, far more secure than others. And yeah. so there's this, it's just this, like actually an explosion of of, yeah, of, of innovation. And the trick is the trick is going to be um, fitting together a system that. That is robust enough um, um, to hold, you know, vast sums of wealth. Um, now, Bitcoin's obviously the oldest and the and the and the and the best in terms of in terms of its security, but um, it's also it also doesn't it doesn't evolve particularly, which perhaps it doesn't have to. Perhaps it's it's it should it should be what it is. Digital gold, yeah, um, should should have yeah, but think- it, it leaves the door open. Yeah, for I mean, some, it, some serious innovation on the sidelines. There's lots of innovation. I absolutely agree with you there, George. Because I, I mean, I noted, um, I think it was late last year, that um, Anthony, if I can pronounce this correctly, Anthony DeLorio, um, DeLorio, founder yeah, of Bitcoin Alliance. He actually and the co-founder of Ethereum. He left TMX to then you know pursue his own interest in the blockchain technology chain. And I thought, whoa, you know, he's either thinking these guys are too slow or they're holding me back. You know, I'm going to go up and do yeah, thing, I, which is what you know where he started from in that premise. Yeah, he, he's 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 an interesting guy. I I very much value his his wallet, Jax. Jax is a it's an interesting um, consumer product that he's putting out there in terms of actually holding holding these these coins. Um, and um, you you watch them go through a very interesting process of uh, of deciding which coins to add to add to their wallet or yeah. not um and that that can be a very good indicator in terms of where because um, obviously anthony and his team are going to do a lot of research into, into you know who are producing these assets are they because because once once they give them you know space on their wallet you know that there's no going back really of course um and so and so yeah, he's. He, I'd say you know certainly in, in 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 my world, he's one of the indicators in terms of which assets are, are, are proving popular and whether they get 
put on jacks or not. I mean, obviously there's thousands that aren't that are still perfectly legit. But um, um, I, I think yeah, I think he's a he's a he's a big yeah, a big a, player, and I think I think Jax is very interesting. Yeah, he's a very interesting guy. I just wanted to close um, our interview, George, with just um, a little um, soundbite from yourself. You're gonna you're gonna be attending the the um, Cardiff Investors Show with Share Talk on the 18th mm-hmm. of February. Um, hopefully, you're gonna bring one or two of your colleagues there. I just wanted to, for you to just give a little soundbite as to wh- why and how um, interesting it's going to be regarding your presentation and why investors should come to have a listen to you and your team at Kryptonite One at the show. Sure. Um, well. Um... I think that uh, this is a really interesting space if you're an investor. Um, in a way, you could say that this is the dawn of a new form of internet, a new area of, uh, of value exchange. And um, what I'll be discussing um, will be what the uh, environment looks like, um, why it's exciting, and why Kryptonite One has, uh, has positioned itself in, in the perfect space to take advantage of it. Excellent, excellent. I enjoyed that reply, George. Now, I just wanted to thank you ever so much for taking the time out in Australia. I realise it's very early in the morning and you've probably not had your breakfast yet. No, it's all yet. good. It's all good. It's all <laughs> so, good. so I say thank you ever so much. I look forward to seeing you and your team on the 18th of February in Cardiff. All yeah, right, um, absolutely looking forward to it. All right. Thank you ever so much, chap. And speak to, speak to you soon. Okay. Cheers. Bye. Thanks. Bye. All the best. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. For now. Bye. 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 Bye.